Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out every Saturday morning. With your computer comments, questions, and concerns, feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Real quick before we go to your calls, uh, this is another example of the cloud just saying, yeah, we offered that, but now we're not doing it anymore. And uh, so Crash Plan. Crash Plan is a backup system, quote-unquote. It's really a file-level backup system, but it's, uh, it's marketed as automatic data loss protection for your small business. And uh, CrashPlan has just deleted, <laughs> literally deleted, all sorts of uh, files, much to the chagrin of the dinglings that were reselling CrashPlan for their customers. And uh, they have stopped backing up literally BK, uh, BCK, BCK files, which are backup files. <laughs> Um, and all sorts of application files because CrashPlan would contend they really can't restore them very well. And we agree. We wouldn't recommend using CrashPlan at all. But the point is, these customers of this cloud-based backup system are really upset. Some of the comments, one blasted, everything I've backed up for my 15 clients for the last two years is gone. Not only did it just plain stop backing up current data, it also deleted my entire history I can't restore anything either. No notifications, no alerts, never got an email, no warnings beforehand, no alerts that all my backup sets were now zero in size, and I can't change it. Yes, this is the cloud, folks. <laughs> the cloud pretty much says, here's what you're going to get until you're not going to get it. And if, if, they, they, and if you look at their um, agreement, they're not responsible for your data. You put it there, so they're pretty ups. These folks are pretty upset. Uh, again, Crash Plan is more of a file level backup. It's not a good backup. Uh, we wouldn't recommend it. Well, we wouldn't even recommend it for personal use. Um, but another example of when you know a service in the cloud just that you paid for <laughs> decides to say, "Well, we're not doing that anymore," and then they just delete your stuff. Now, they say they gave out warnings that they're going to stop doing this, but according to these users, they did not. Um, so, uh, according uh, these folks are saying they failed to communicate any kind of list in a timely manner, and then, boom, deleted it. So, why would, why would a company in the cloud, I mean, it's so nice and soft and squishy, squishy up there, have to delete data? Well, because they're paying for servers. What are servers? All those things you can have locally in your office. They're paying for servers and hard drives and power. And obviously, they decided that it's cheaper to have less and still charge you the same amount of money. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll put a link up here for you if you're using CrashPlan. I know there's plenty of IT guys out there. We call them trunk slammers that are out there that have put this type of backup in their client systems. You might find the hard way that CrashPlan has deleted your client's data. Uh, so this is kind of a public service for the trunk slammers out there. Nothing against trunk slammers. They tend to be guys who have a full-time IT job, and then they run around and have like five or six you know, side accounts that are businesses. Um, they will, they will typically put these types of backups in their in their systems, and uh, you might find the data is not there when you need it. So, a little public service for you. <laughs> Some of them are actually poaching off their uh, day job. <laughs> mm, that does happen. That does happen. All right, let's get to your calls. Three lines open for you: eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Let's go to Danny, our resident groupie in Glastonbury. What's up, Danny? Hey guys, uh, happy holiday. Mm, is there a security problem with Windows 7 Home Professional right now? Uh, not right now, per se. Well, yes, there was a big update that it, that was just sent out recently uh, because Microsoft is worried about WannaCry. Uh, so they forced updates across XP and because, believe it or not, people still run XP, as Bob indicated earlier. Uh-huh. Um, so Windows 7 does have an update that came through about uh, it's to block a, to block a worm. Okay. Uh, for, for the wanna cry thing, the uh, so that came that was that would have come automatically. It's nothing my wife has to go to uh, Microsoft to get. Generally correct. You you could always force an update if you want to go out and do, have it look for updates. You could do mm-hmm. that. Okay, and um, I got I got a new uh, interesting phone call for uh, like a scam robo call. Mm-hmm. I keep getting these automated calls now. It says your medical supplies may, may be ready to order. Uh, it pick up now. You're kidding. And it doesn't say, you know, what kind of medical supplies or what, you know, if it's from what company. They want you to call it back? Well, they just say to, to answer pick up now. That's to, crazy. To pick up the phone. And I was thinking, I hear that there's these calls where you pick it up and it's like a 900 number someplace right. where you automatically get billed up. Yep. You know, so, I mean, as many older people as there are that probably do get medical supply, you know, um, yeah. uh, over the phone. Right. It's going to be something that people are going to fall victim yeah, to. Yeah, I almost, I almost did it myself. I thought, oh, because I have a CPAP and I get CPAP. You know, they call mm-hmm. me when I'm eligible to get, you know, new masks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, But they always say it's, this is, you know, the name of the company. Right. Uh, Elon Musk had a great launch uh, the other the other night with the sixty satellites. Yeah, did it work out for him? It worked out. Yeah, it was phenomenal. All the satellites are launched. There's a great website, uh, a great video on 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 the um, web of um, the sixty satellites in or in line, just orbiting as they're starting to fan out and and take their position. It looks like a string of pearls going through the sky. Hmm, that's cool, and then we'll see what they offer for internet. Do you think uh, they're going to buy Tesla's stock now that it's you now SpaceX? You know, might, might acquire them because now the stock's down to one ninety. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Apple may buy them. They were talking about buying them at two thirty. Yeah. Back in two thousand thirteen. Imagine driving around in an Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Danny. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it is kind of neat what they're doing over there at SpaceX. Very cool stuff. So we have four lines wide open. Feel free to get online, guys. 1-800-966-WTIC-522. We're here till 11, so feel free to get online. 522-WTIC. This is a Krebs on Security article that we have to bring up to you. Millions of financial records were exposed on First American website. 
This is a title insurance company. Didn't require any password to view pages. Title insurance. These this guy. These companies here. This they employ eighteen thousand people, eighteen thousand people, and bring in about six billion dollars a year. But you could go on their website whenever you wanted and look up data that was what 10, 15 years old. It would have your bank account routing numbers. It would have uh, all sorts of information you wouldn't want out there just sitting there wide open for everyone to look at well copies uh your bank account numbers copies of your driver's license yep social security card if you had it and uh, account numbers right your address of course because you were buying the home you, you can't make this stuff up this is a six billion dollar company <laughs> with eighteen thousand employees making your data available for all to see we'll put a link up here for you this is Crazy scary. Um, and it's getting ridiculous. It's, this is just becoming its becoming almost laughable. Uh, but we need to do some serious penalties for folks like this. Um, I mean, serious penalties. I'm sure Blumenthal's on it right now. We're going to step out for a quick break, get to your calls. Uh, four lines wide open on this Sunday, uh, Saturday morning. 1-800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. Back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's get right to your calls. You were nice enough to join us on this uh, Saturday morning. Going to Paul in Danbury first. Morning, Paul. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? I am doing good. Well, I uh, wish I could do better if I was, didn't have to call you. <laughs> oh, boy. What happened? Um, okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what I did is uh, a year and a half ago, I was looking for uh, a new computer, and a friend of mine said that probably go for a laptop, and uh, and he suggested that I go for um, like you know um, a, maybe a refurbished one to get used to Windows 10, and that's what I bought. All right. Okay, and um, I'll tell you what the the version is: 10.0.17134. Um, it, it's a HP uh, 15 notebook. Mm-hmm. And okay, uh, uh, whatever else, uh, what what else would you need for that? Well, what's what's your problem? Okay, what happened was I got loaded up everything, and everything was fine. About six months ago, I uh, had a Windows update, and I when I did it, um, you know, the Windows update came on. I re, you know had to reboot everything, and I started using everything, and everything froze. Froze and. Uh, I was using at the time. I was using uh, uh, Internet Explorer, yeah. but I had also uh, because I listened to you guys. I loaded up uh, uh, Foxfire and uh, Firefox. Foxfire was a great uh, TV show. I mean, remember that <laughs> or the movie, I'm, right? I'm sorry, Firefox. <laughs> yep, yep. But anyway, um, I ever I've been uh, I've been using that. Um, it, what it does is I put that as I press it in as the default. Uh, a browser, but what happens sometimes is uh, it comes on and it uh, it might switch to uh, like uh, Bing or something else. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I have to every time I you know I click on the uh, the Firefox um, the uh, icon yep. to get it up and running, and I and uh, that's what I do. But my thing is is now. Um, you know, it, it, it's continually to do that. It, it hasn't froze on me, but I'm just saying it's just uh, 
I'm leery about the next update coming along because everything was working fine until I know I I did that update. So we just posted a link as to how to block the May update. Um, okay. uh, it gives you instructions as to how to go through. The word "block" is kind of strong. Um, it's going to delay it uh, mm-hmm. so that they can get the bugs out. Now you say right. it froze up on you. I mean, computers freeze. It may not have been the update that caused it. A refurbished computer generally has a 90-day warranty and has been beat up for the past three or four years. Mm-hmm. So it's already been through the ringer. Um, so it. It freezing may not have anything to do with the update. Um, to give Microsoft some credit here, it may not be, may not be them. Right. Um, Firefox also, we recommend Chrome uh, as an alternative browser. So if you find that mm-hmm. Firefox is freezing, consider Chrome. Oh, okay, uh, that uh, it, it, I can say that that has not happened at all. I mean, uh, with that, it's just that, um, like I said, I you know I've been hearing you guys saying the new update and. Yeah. All I use this for is like uh, uh, for like I'm ordering something online or right. paying a bill because I you know you just want I it to work. Go, what's that? You just want it to work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the other question is um, the version. If uh, is that I, I, I'm assuming that it's uh, you know it's a couple of years old and I will be looking for a new one and mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming that get, get something that's within uh, you know like a brand new one instead of refer. I mean. Yeah. I'm very familiar with some of the stuff now. It's just yeah. that uh, more or less suggesting if I do go out is to buy something like I heard uh, the other guy earlier saying that yeah. there's uh, there's new ones out at a, at a decent price. Yeah, if you spend a grand or on, you know anywhere between like say six to six hundred to a thousand dollars, you'll get a good computer, and it should give right. you six years of service. It'll run Windows 10, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean. But again, an update can cause trouble for it. That's why we're putting out these information about how to prevent or delay some of these updates because Microsoft has been screwing them up royally uh, mm-hmm. recently, and uh, it's right. just not worth the pain. Well, I, yes, I, I mean, I, I you know, I'm not that familiar with the computers, but like I said, I was all of a sudden I basically had to just turn the thing off, you know, manually in order to yeah. get the thing working. And as soon as it came on, I switched over to the you know the uh, Firefox, yeah. And um, but the the thing of it is, is that now every time, and you know, it it, it says set as your default um, browser. I put click yes, but every time I turn it off and turn it back on again for something, it, it automatically goes back to that again instead of um, you know it coming on and having uh, that as my browser automatically. Uh, well, yeah, you could tell it to stop asking. Um, you may not be uh, clicking that option uh, when it comes up. There's a if you read further on that warning, it'll say, "Hey, you want to set this as, as your? Do you want to change your your default browser or unclick or check to to stop don't asking ask me again? Yeah, don't ask me again. You can go ahead okay. and click that, uh, and it'll stop asking you. But Microsoft's goal is to get you to use their browser, right? They want to know where you're going. <laughs> well, I tell you, I've listened to you guys over the years, and there's a couple of things that come out, and I'm like, oh wow, it made it so much easier for me. Oh, good. And, so, um, you know, like I said, the, the, I just had a chance to call you, and I said, you know what, you see what they have to say about it. I pre- so, uh, as soon as I get home today, I'll look at your website, and, um, you know, I'll get that, um, you know, uh, you know, click on that site about uh, not loading up the next um, update. Sounds good, Paul. All right, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, honey, if you're listening, we do help people. <laughs> All right, let's go on to Dave in Southington. What's going on, Dave? Yes, good morning. Morning. Say, uh, 
based on you guys' advice, I installed the Malware Bytes Premium on our three machines. Wow. And and I had uh, I've had some crazy things where people have been uh, trying to change my password on PayPal. Somebody bought a, a new phone on our AT&T account. Man. And I was thinking of uh, signing up for LifeLock. And hmm. LifeLock, you know, to, it'll look at purchases and credit stuff and that sort of thing. But it comes with Norton. And my question is, is there going to be a problem uh, installing that on our machines with malware bytes? Is there going to be in conflict at all? Yeah, you don't need both. You don't want both. So uh, you don't need the Norton antivirus if you've already gotten malware bytes antivirus yeah see the, the thing is i'm not sure if lifelock automatically gives you norton or if you can opt out yeah and you don't uh, have to load norton's anything. a program that you know yeah i understand okay yeah, yeah. So you, you can, can opt always out. uninstall it they're just bundling it together and they're getting some fee for okay. for doing it they also offer norton vpn i think too um and there's other free vpn services out there i run proton vpn very successfully Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can. I would not recommend running multiple antivirus programs, but only one. No. So no, pick one. If you want to go with Norton, that's fine. You could. You would just stop paying malware bytes. That works too. Well, I already paid it for a year, so. Okay. Then, yeah. Then <laughs> I think once I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. I'll stick with malware bytes for a year. All right. And uh, okay. All right. And, All right. Good, and good luck. Hopefully, nobody opens any more stuff on your behalf. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Dave. Okay. Bye. Um. Yeah, I mean some of these some of these things are getting ridiculous as far as what's going on out there for people opening up accounts and what have you. A lot of the credit card companies offer free information about whether or not someone's tried. Uh I know my Discover card will tell me if anything's going on there with my social security number. Hey, nobody's you know, every month nobody's opened up a new account in your social security. Yeah, that's great. Uh we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Four lines wide open for you. Everything we talked about was posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and you're a Facebook fan and like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, um, we will get into your news feed if Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy. And of course, if you follow us on Twitter over at Tab Computer Sys, um, it'll get to your Twitter feed. And this is another real quick article before we go to the bottom of the hour here. Snapchat employees spied on users with internal tools, report says. So multiple employees at Snapchat have been abusing privileged access to user data. They have a tool that they would use to allow law enforcement. Um, it's called SnapLion, as in Leo, the lion, law enforcement officer, L-E-O. That's why they called it SnapLion. Um, it would help comply with law enforcement requests for information of people doing, you know, whatever they do on Snapchat, that's illegal. I couldn't even give you an idea. Um, but law enforcement would reach out to Snapchat and say, hey, can you give me the information on this guy or gal, whatever they're doing? Well, it turns out they were, of course, working at Snapchat and abusing that information and looking at all sorts of people's information. Um, so understand, when you're on these cloud services for free, Beyond being the commodity itself, the people working there might find information about you that's kind of interesting. If you guys watched the Farrah Fawcett story that was on uh, ABC recently, you'll, you'll remember she talked about the fact that people working in hospitals were literally rifling through her medical files and then letting the paparazzi know when she'd show up. And that was back in the what early 90s. They started talking about HIPAA laws, medical laws, because these people were literally you know, selling her data so that the, the, the paparazzi could show up 
and keep an eye on her. Same thing's happening here at Snapchat. So understand, you're the commodity. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. Then Dr. Alessi will come in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Real quick, uh, I want to give you another uh, piece of news here before I get to your calls. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. The Department of Homeland Security is reportedly warning folks about Chinese-made drones stealing data. This is a U.S. Department of Homeland Security warning saying that uh, if you're using drones like DJI's drones out there, a lot of us use these drones even for personal and for commercial use, they are warning that possibly there could be, along with the software you're using to take the data off the drone, and maybe it was survey data you were doing or whatever you were doing with the drone, but they could have also been loading malware on your network. So, again, it doesn't seem too far-fetched to me um, that this could be happening, um, but... We may as well put it out there. The Department of Homeland Security is saying this is something we should be concerned with about any kind of Chinese-made drones that you're using in your commercial operation. I'll put the link up here for you, and you can take a look at it yourself and uh, agree or disagree. It came, it's kind of in line with the same thing with Huawei and obviously Kaspersky and their antivirus, you know, Russian antivirus software. Um, it kind of, you know, duh, right? Why would you, why, you know, we do the same thing to them, right? I mean, we have, pl- have had plenty of stories about Cisco firewalls that were intercepted by uh, the CIA and the NSA. So when companies were shipping these these firewalls overseas, our own government was intercepting them, loading malware on the firewall so that then it could then continue on to its recipient so they could spy on the company that bought it. So you know, maybe the Chinese learned it from watching us, but here's the information out there about our government warning us about Chinese-made drones. It doesn't seem too far-fetched to me that that would be happening. Let's go on to Bob in Hartford next. Hey, Bob. Hey, how you doing? Doing fine. How are uh, you? Good. I, I just want to. I love your show. I, I listen to it while I'm in Florida. Oh, thanks. Uh, you uh, you put an update in on how to block the Windows 10 uh, May 9, 2019 update. Yes. Uh, it's it, it has a wrong link. To, it's going to the facial recognition. Match instead. Oh, well, Mike. Me, guy yeah, I will have Mike clean that up. So he, he linked the wrong story. Yeah, he linked the wrong story. All right, I'll have but, him clean uh, that up. You got it. Other than that, everything looks great. Sure. Hey, uh, I did. I I do uh, quite a bit of work on older PCs, and I didn't want to bring up the L word unless it's okay with you. What's the L uh, word? The L word, the Linux word. Oh, that's or, not a fine uh, word. It's a fine word. Linux, Linux, however you say okay. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for Windows. Uh, uh, Windows uh, Seven. Uh, if you uh, you can you can get rid of one of the partitions, uh, create a free space, and then load uh, like Ubuntu. Ubuntu, and, yep. Uh, and it runs about six times faster than the Windows Seven does. Oh yeah. So if you have an old Pentium machine, it's not a bad option. <laughs> uh, we did have a caller I, that had one, as you heard, probably. 
Oh, I did. I was listening, and I, I, I heard him saying, oh, I, I don't want to spend 200 bucks on an upgrade and stuff like that. And I was thinking, oh, the free, the, the option is. But, you know, I'm not sure it's uh, it's within his technical skill level. To, that's the, that's the that. problem, Bob. Yeah, these yeah. systems are, yeah. I mean, even as it is, I mean, it's they're too, they're too complex. I mean, people have a hard enough time getting their smart TV to use wireless Internet to stream their their, their Netflix. Oh, yeah. Tell them to yeah. load oh. Linux on their Windows 7 Pentium machine. Good luck. Uh, I I know I know I do it down uh, down in Florida for people because they have old PCs and they can't afford to upgrade and yeah. you know just charge a minimal fee but you know it's a great option because you can use a Pentium machine and it runs about six times faster than it uh, it does with Windows which yeah. is amazing and the people say I can't believe this is the same computer I know and all they want to do is they want to surf the internet they right. want to do email yep. and they want to do Facebook and it all works and you got a little so. business going. Uh, I got a little business going. I yeah. like it. Yeah, don't bring that up with my wife. It's a uh, bone of contention. Uh, trust me, I, 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 can, I can relate. <laughs> she wants oh, you home, yeah. huh? Oh, honey, I'm sorry. Yeah, she wants you home, doesn't she, Bob? Uh, yeah. yeah. So Okay. All right, hey, Bob. Great show. I Thanks. love listening to you guys. Uh, I listen to you all the time, and, uh, and you do a great job. Where are you at in Florida? Bob, our Bob well, wants I, to know where you are. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, I don't like to talk about that too much. But I, I go down for you know a little while. So all right, it's okay. Uh, we won't, we won't let you know. Central, yeah. North, East, East Central, East Central. Okay. All right, very good. Yeah, yeah. So all right, guys. Thanks, good job. Bob. Yep, Take you care. got it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Uh, I agree with him. I mean, if you can get you know Ubuntu running on an older machine, it's a great solution. He's got a little business going there. Um, this is the thing, right? So Microsoft. Right now, they still run on about 90% of the PCs out there, but Android is really coming along. Linux, of course, has been out there, too. Um, Microsoft's going to have their day, and uh, they need to stop breaking our systems with these Windows 10 upgrades. It's it's maddening. It's crazy. Well, the problem to me is that they're, they're not doing the beta testing on them that they used to. Right. So. Clearly. So... Uh, no, Bob's right there. Let's go to MJ in New Haven next. Hey, MJ, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. I have a question about OpenDNS. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm not using it. <clears throat> I'm thinking about using it. You should. But, but on a uh, earlier broadcast with you folks, I, I recall there was some part of the process of putting in OpenDNS where you had to make a change or open up a port or something like that on your router. Yes. Yeah, so if you want your entire home network to be protected and anybody who walks into that home network to be protected you'd want to edit your um your dhcp server which is within your router okay here, here's the crux of my question i have bundled cable internet and television from one of the very well-known providers okay. yeah yep, yep and and when they uh installed that they gave me a router that services both the voice and the internet they gave okay? it to you huh well, okay. No, they didn't give it to me, uh, but it's it's what I use. Yeah. My concern is if I remote into that router and I uh, make a change or open up a port or whatever needs to happen, could I possibly uh, unintentionally affect the voice part of what that router is doing? Yeah. And like maybe uh, disable it. Obviously, not trying to do that. Is right. That possible? It is. So you actually have a home line still. Uh, yes, I do. All right. Now that's because my wife, oh, God bless her, she's a technophobe. Yep. And I'm a lifelong IT guy, so I'm quite on the other end of the spectrum. Hey, you got to start arm wrestling with her. I had to, I had to fight with my wife about it for 
I don't know, forever. Plus he's a Yankee fan, and I'm a Red Sox fan. So. Wow, how do you make that work? What's that I know, like? It's Forty plus years. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. That's awesome. So the answer to your question is yes. Um, anything you change on the company device can easily be just cleared out at their whim. Yeah. Um, so you could put what you're going to have to do is configure it on your devices. If you're an IT guy, just go to your local devices and instead of obtaining your DNS IP addresses, you want to put in Bob. 208.67.222.222 for okay. your primary and for the secondary it's 208.67.220.220 so just tell your devices don't obtain that information from the router uh okay. use these fixed up ones and then you'll be all set as far as well, I'm, generally I'm calling you I'm calling you from my car parked in a parking lot right now but this is all I can replay all this on your website right yeah we're podcasted you could get the podcast you can um yeah, we'll have links up here for how to configure uh, OpenDNS again. We're happy to do it. It's right there. It's pretty simple. Okay. I have one more question. It's a little off topic, but it does involve computers. Uh-huh. I don't know whether you're – how comfortable or how knowledgeable are you folks with the use of transponders with tolling gantries? The use uh, of them? I, I use one every day almost. Here, here, here's my concern. Um, not if, but when our current governor decides to put in tolls. Yeah. And you, and you, they had Connecticut has its version of Easy Pass, right. where the transponder is talking to the gantry and they just debit your uh, account for money. Yeah. But it, is it possible, or is it, am I my imagination running away with me that that transponder at a future time can function almost like a GPS? Well, I mean, and, I th- yes and no. It's really not that powerful. Uh, it, it's only going to be picked up as you go under the eighty or a billion gantries that this guy wants to put on our on our roads. So it won't be a GPS per se, but yes, they're going to know. They are going to know where you are. And, yeah, and, and then longer term, that, that my concern is that we go from fee-based. That's the current uh, euphemism for tolls. Fee-based billing to mileage-based billing right. because the GPS knows where you are, and uh, you went from point A to point B, and, yeah, and yeah. you get billed for the use of the road. Well, if you don't have a transponder, they're going to use your license plate and, bill, that, and bill you that way. Yeah, it yeah, costs them even more money. The other thing is, so I mean, this whole thing about tolls is really silly. They they really, we all know that we don't need that. Uh, they need to do what Chicago's proposing or Illinois is proposing. They're actually going to charge two thousand dollars to electric vehicle owners to register their cars because they're not paying the gas tax, right? So I can't believe our legislature, with all the folks that are so smart in it, uh, would want to put up eighty gantries. These are ugly. The things sitting over our highways. I mean, clearly it takes away from the beauty of Connecticut. Um, Especially Route 15. It, well, they're, everywhere they're going to put them. And uh, just, just, just whack us with registration fees in the three to $4,000 range. I mean, that's what they're going to do anyways with tolls is whack us with one to $2,000 in, in tolls. Right. Why, are they, why are they being so silly about it and just billion the registration? I mean, I that's, what, that's what Illinois is doing uh, <laughs> to the electric car drivers. I, I got one of the new- reasons the state of Connecticut has a uh, out migration problem. Exactly. I was going to exactly. say, when those gantries go in, you aren't going to see me. I'm not going to be paying. No, you're out of here. <laughs> I'm going to be out of here. I know. Yeah. I know. On route 1 and Route 5, they're gonna, their lives are going to become miserable. Oh, no kidding. The beauty of ways is you can avoid the tolls. So yeah. uh, those side streets are going to be jam-packed. Of course, the folks in, in Hartford want to lessen the amount of cars on 84, and they're going to yeah. get their wish, and I just the hope Indian it's in their own neighborhood. won't be too happy either. Say that again? 
I said the Indian casinos won't be too happy either because uh, how many vehicles are going down I-95 to go over to Ledyard and uh, Uncasville? You know? Yeah, well, people have less money to give to the Indians either way. <laughs> All right, I'm all set. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. All right, yeah, this whole toll thing is a nightmare. I mean, they don't care. We're a fiscal, you know, dump. we're a fiscal dumpster fire, as Pastor Will says. They're ruling us. They're not governing by the will of the people. And they don't care. It's a mess. We're gonna step out for a quick break. We get to David and George, and uh, two lines open for you. We're here till eleven o'clock. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. Lines are all jammed up on this Saturday morning. We're here till 11 o'clock. Thank you very much for getting online. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to David in Manchester first. Morning, David. Hey, thanks for picking up. How's sure. it going? Good, how are you? Hey, what was that thing that that guy, what was the name of that stuff on Windows 7 that he boosted up to Windows 10? What was the name of it? He didn't boost it to Windows 10. He used a Linux, a free Linux software called Ubuntu. Basically, you spell it O? No, U. U B-U-N-T-U. U-N-Q? U-B-U-N-T-U. We'll put a link up there for you, Dave. Okay. And you can look at it. It's basically okay. an alternative operating system. It's not a, It's not going to get you to Windows 10. It's an alternative operating system. Okay. Here's what I got. I yeah. got a, uh, a doorbell camera, right? Hooked yeah. it up and everything. Nice. And um, I can't get it. The speed is not fast enough. I have DSL. I have uh, DSL mm-hmm. from... Um, from Frontier. Uh, Frontier, and the problem is, is they want to charge me an arm and a leg. They want to rip me off and the, the, to get higher speed, and uh, I refuse to pay it. I hear you. So what? The, you know, it's not worth it. But I'm screwed because this doorbell camera won't work with a higher speed. So is there anything out there that I could use to boost up? No, you can't get faster uh, internet. I had to ask this stupid question. Because no, it's I okay. There was something. I thought there was something that that would be able to no, boost no. the signal. No, what I, what you could try though is lowering the resolution on your camera. If you lower the resolution on the doorbell cam, and I'm not saying this will work, but it might work in that the camera might say, "Oh, okay, you want instead of mm-hmm. 1080p, you want uh, mm-hmm. f- what is it, four or something?" Seven. Well, seven. You oh. could do the you could do the 720, but even lower resolution might allow for right. the transmission. What'd you call it? You I want to say four something, 430p. Just lower. You want to lower the res. If they have an opportunity to do that, that might allow you to do it. You could also have a problem with your your doorbell camera speaking to your network internally, your wireless network. You you may not have good connection to your wireless network from your camera. Good question. How would I? How would I? Is it that could be beyond the speed? It could be something else, right? Right. Your internal network could be at fault. So if I have, explain to me that, sir. If I have, Wi-Fi, uh, your Wi-Fi network. If your camera is connecting over Wi-Fi and it's on, and it's not connecting well, right. or it's too far away well, from your central wireless, it's uh, maybe part of your problem. In the central wireless is on my uh, is on my laptop, which is across the other end of the house. I could move that laptop closer because that's got that's the only device I know. Because the other one is a desktop that doesn't do anything. That's obsolete. But well, no, your laptop the, is. Res- your laptop's receiving wireless, David. It's not right. broadcasting. So wherever is broadcasting the wireless signal, where is that coming from? The, the, uh, the, the, pole? the yeah, no, no, uh, from your modem uh, in your home. Wherever, oh, wherever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's the best modem? I could get a, a better modem. You can get a better what's router. Better? Yeah. Yeah. What's is it, isn't it the same thing? Modem and router? No. They can be combined, but they're not the same thing. 
right? Because I'm getting a, uh, a, the modem from um, Frontier, Frontier. Yeah. but now if I go ahead and buy a really good uh, modem, well, before you do a, that, before you yeah. do that, th th is your doorbell mounted on your wall already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I could take it back down. It's not a big deal. I just bought it. Yeah, move it closer. Just take it, and well, you got to give it power. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, know. You can't move the doorbell. No. I mean, yeah. What were you thinking moving it closer? I'm thinking. Well, I, to okay, test. Go ahead. I was thinking moving it closer to test for you to give you enough broad to see if you enough internal broadband versus external broadband. Move it closer to where? I to, didn't hear to you. To the modem. To the modem router. But oh, you can't I could do move it. The modem closer to the doorbell. That would be all. a thing. Yeah, you could try that. Okay, and then could I leave that modem there and just buy another modem and bring it to where no. the desktop and the you can't have no, two? no, you only have you only have one. Okay, um, if I the other thing the other option would be if I go buy a high speed top of the line router modem combination would that that might boost it and help? That right? would do internally, yes. But if your problem is external with whatever you're paying for DSL, then that won't solve your problem either. But there's but the, the, but there was things that the, the guys were using a commercial site that were boosting the signal. Nope. What I forget what he what he called it. You know when you when there's no internet and you could put that up and you could you could. could oh, for cellular, maybe for your cellular services you can buy boosters, but not for what you're paying for DSL. There is no way to boost the bandwidth you're paying for. You're probably getting six whole megabits from from Frontier if you're lucky. It's not even did a speed test. I'm not even getting that. That's the problem. Oh yeah. And you need higher. Now the other thing too is if I do get wireless, if I do get a, a cell, would it work on if you get a top of the line cell service? Could, but that'll be more expensive than buying different than going out and buying uh, cable internet. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta so let you go. Get more bandwidth. Yeah. You have to get more bandwidth to make it work, David. Okay, what would you recommend for the top-of-the-line modem, top-of-the-line router combination? Might as well get a combination modem-router, right? You have to look at Frontier as far as what they support. So you have to go to Frontier's page and see what they have for supporting supportable devices like that, modem and router. But again, you're not paying enough for enough bandwidth, so I don't think it's going to improve anything for you. If you're paying, le if you're getting less than, than 6 megabits, you're in the 3 to 2 range, yeah. I, ca I can't help you. I can't make it better for you. Right. Unfortunately, okay. even if you lower the well, resolution. Well, you tell me why Frontier is ripping off, ripping everybody off. Because if you've been a customer for Frontier for twenty years or ten years, yeah, and all of a sudden you, you they bought out another company, why are they charging people and uh, thirty, forty, fifty bucks uh, more just to get the higher speeds? So there's no. It was never that way. There's no competition, and uh, they've got a carved out monopoly. Go ahead and go on to a website called GoNetSpeed. And tell them you want internet in your in Manchester, and then you'll have another comp competitor in there. If ten percent of your uh, of your neighbors do the same thing, a couple of months ago. Hey, David, I gotta go. I gotta go. We're running out of time. All right, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I wish I could go further, but now we're all out of time. I want to thank you guys for joining us on this uh, Saturday morning. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. I want to thank Matt for producing. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next. And please take a moment on Monday. Just take a moment on Monday to remember why we have the day off for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice and service to our, uh, our, country, our country. Thank you. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.